Wonderful morning once again. Welcome to another live session of the Potter's Gate online broadcast. This is the Potter's Gate Prophetic Prayer School. My name is Isa Phillips Akintola. I hope you had a wonderful night rest. Well, this morning once again, by the grace of God, we're going to continue to track the heart of the Father. Our desire is to continue to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying regarding every area of our life, particularly in the things of the Spirit. We want to journey by the Spirit. We want to continue to allow the Spirit of God to guide our path, to lead our path. And so this morning, I want to welcome you. All right, thank you for connecting wherever you are. Thank you so much. And this morning, like I said, we will continue to look into one of the things the Spirit of the Lord is emphasizing right now. Uh, in the beginning of the year, as we began the year with, uh, you know, prayer, you know, you know, prayer community, I began to talk about the Lord shifting, redirecting our focus. All right, we we're calling our, uh, you know, our prayer meeting now, in a prophetic prayer school, and the reason for that is because there are several things the Spirit of the Lord is is emphasizing all right there's several things the spirit of the lord is emphasizing and uh, we want to inculcate into the prophetic community into the prayer community excuse me but with a prophetic understanding therefore uh, i believe that as we you know push on on this platform called the you know the prophetic prayer school that we will have amen a better understanding of what prayer is. In fact, we've been doing this since uh, we established, you know, Beyond Devotional on our, you know, live stream, uh, you know, uh, platform. But I believe that as we continue to allow the Spirit of God to direct us and to bring us to the point where we can, you know, begin to move in that, you know, uh, uh, <coughs> excuse me, in that part of the emphasis of the Spirit regarding, or uh, the, you know, the days that we live in, that we will have a better, you know, a resource in terms of pushing forward because that's another thing that, you know, this uh, platform, you know, stands for. We are here not just to pray, but to also resource, amen, those who desire to pray, those who desire to want to advance in the things of the Spirit. So you'll find, our, you know, our materials, a lot of things that we're sharing, that we're, you know, talking about as powerful, you know, spiritual resources that can help you to, excuse me, to grow, to develop, to mature, and to be able to, you know, function within the parameters of your own calling and, and vision, all right, there's no doubt that we have stepped into, you know, a brand new day, this is the day where the Spirit of God, amen, is speaking expressly to us, expressly to us, there's, there's no doubt that we are hearing the voice of God, and people may say, but a lot of, you know, a lot of dryness out there, well, that's that's how it is when it comes to the things of God. You can be in, you can be in a place where the word of the Lord and the declarations of the Spirit is manifesting on a, on a great you know proportion, and yet still not benefit. It all depends on how open or how you know uh, uh, connect, connected you are. How you know. De determine and 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 quest you know you, you you the level of quest you have in your spirit. All right, so it 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 all boils down to. <clears throat> Excuse me. It all boils down to the kind of attitude. You see, attitude is the driver of the things of the spirit. Attitude is the driver, amen, of the things of the spirit. If, of the spirit, if we don't have the right attitude, if we don't have the right, you know, passion, we don't have the right character life, we don't have the right, you know, uh, uh, you see, the things of the spirit are two things, are, are two ways. I've explained that some time back. All right, you have what you call the spiritual aspect, and and that deals with 
you know, getting to know things, the things of the spirit, you know, the ways of the spirit, the ways of God, you know, the ways of the kingdom. That's one aspect. You call them spirituality. But then there is the other aspect that deals with, all right, your morality, morality. All right. Morality deals with character, attitude, behavior. You know, that, that, that's where the, the, the issue of humility, you know, submission, all right, surrendering, you know, trust comes in. And this is not just about God alone. Amen. It also deals with the community. All right. In the days that we live in, as we proceed further in this uh, uh, new decade, amen, this new season of the spirit, we will have to be talking about, amen, community. The, the concept of community has to become real to us because that is one area the enemy has really hit, you know, really, really hit in, in, in time past and, you know, frustrate and try to, you know, you know, d destroy. But the things of the spirit are building community. All right. So as we're dealing with oneness yesterday, when I was talking about, you know, uh, um, you know, the concept of Samson, Samson, the pattern for us in moving into, you know, the day of redemption. All right, we, we, we look at the concept of oneness. God is looking for one. All right, but there will be a point where that one must join, must connect, is a cell. All right, in the in the in the entire human body structure, amen. The body, in fact, the entire human body structure are made of cells. These cells, amen, are what defines our DNA, if you will. All right, the DNA of man are made of different aspects i mean man is the most complex the most complex being man is the most complex being yet you see this man functioning as one that is the image of the church thank you so much my dear sister for connecting this morning that is the image of the church that the father is looking for so so no matter how well perfected and well sighted we may be amen as that one man yes god look god look for a man whenever god wants to move he's always looking for one 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 but the, but the, but but the purpose of god the ultimate purpose of god is not for the one man amen to become a lone ranger <laughs> you understand it's not for that one amen to become the, the superstar no in the kingdom that one that has been called that has been built empower resource by the spirit amen carrying out his work to certain degree must must join amen to that next you know uh, uh, order that god has connected amen him or her to every man has a joining point has a connecting point all right this morning i'm not going to be talking about community but i'm just laying a foundation for us as you know we begin to you know enter into this new day of what i'll call amen a spiritual restart a reset of the of, of the spirit this is a day where heaven is giving us another opportunity amen to you know to to, to self-correct ourselves as we look into the word of god as we see what the spirit of the lord amen has revealed has shown us as we see the path amen the ancient ones amen have have, have, have tread we also want to Bible says Jesus, amen, Jesus walked the path, amen, he followed, he left, uh, he, he lived a life, amen, that he left us a footprint, that we may, that we may follow, amen, his footpath, we want to follow the footpath of Christ, all right, and, and then, so you see Jesus starting one, but he had to, he had to, he had to, he had to choose 12, out of the 12, 12, he chose 70, out of the 70, there's 120, and then there is 500, so all these are powerful spiritual principles, we cannot live our life, and that's why you discover that now I'm, I'm I'm speaking about relationship. Can you see how kingdom, how relationship fits into kingdom, and and, and that's why you know we've been talking about the, even the concept of marriage. Marriage is the foundation to which God may establish or or the womb, if you will, that God has given to creation to birth His purpose. 
to birth his purpose. That's why the concept of, of gay, amen, of, you know, lesbians and all this thing, all right, it's not about two people coming together. It's about standing against the values and the principle that makes things, that makes things work, amen, on earth. It's about challenging the values, amen, the, 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 the wisdom of God, amen. God made them male and female. It's a principle. It's not just about you know a male man and a, you know uh, you know and the, and the, and the female woman. It's that's it's beyond just sex. You've got to understand that this this is a powerful principle. So being able to locate. Amen. Not just in marriage, being able to locate, amen, the people you've been aligned to in ministry. It's a powerful spiritual, you know, a, a, a position we must have in order to move the things of God. One of the things the Lord is sharing and saying to me, particularly in this brand new day, amen, that which has been scattered in the past, amen, is rebuilding, is realigning, is bringing together. That's why we're going to be talking about the concept, amen, of rebuilding walls. Amen. Walls, stone, stone must fit, amen, to their to their rightful place. Amen. They build wall to wall, stone to stone. Yes, that's where we can become alive. Amen. The Bible says we have become a royal priest to a holy nation. Amen. Peculiar, you know, a, a people. Yes, we are, we have become that living stone, fitted together. If we're gonna fit together, then we must understand, amen, our place. You see, you can't fit, you can't fit where you have not been placed. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fit to people. You can't fit to a relationship. You can't fit to another church, amen, that does not speak into the place you have been called. You can't fit into the life of another grace, another man, another woman, amen. Why you have not been resourced, why you have not been graced, why your ministry is not relevant, all right? It doesn't mean that you are dysfunctional. It doesn't mean that you are not functional. You're functional, but you are just disconnected. You're misplaced, so one of the things we believe in God for, amen, as we, as we continue to look into the heart of the Father for this day, amen, is to see the organogram, the, 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 the pattern. What is the pattern? What is it? He said to Moses, build according to the pattern I showed you. It's a blueprint. There's a blueprint to life. All right? If anything goes wrong within your body system, I was just explaining that if anything goes wrong in one aspect of your body system, the entire body suffers. That's what scripture says. If one part of your body that you call the least amen, is neglected, it impacts. All right? Just have a problem with, with your finger. You will feel the pain amen, in, your, in, your, in your brain. Yes, that, because everything about you know, the body is, is rightly fitted together. So, so rather than fighting and, you know, and trying to prove a point and trying to lord it over, you know, it's not going to work. We're going to try all that. We're going to continue, but it's not going to work. It will be effort futile. We're going to continue to waste resource, amen, on a foundation that is not well built. We're going to continue to pour, amen, resource, you know, money and things, amen, on, you know, on, 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 on a value system that is not built in accordance, amen, to the very intentions of God. That's why we're talking about. Up, amen finding the order amen that's why you know the concept of the prophetic and the apostolic comes in because these are two ministry that are revelational all right but but guess what even in that you've got to build it on a solid teaching ministry so that the entire fivefold grace are today speaking into, into each other they must speak into each other we must work together 
And that's not something that we force. You don't force it. Amen. Imagine trying to connect amen, your, 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 your chin bone amen, to your ankle bone. Or imagine trying to connect, you know, let, let's say you have a problem. Let's, in fact, let's say somebody's got an accident, all right? And, and this person has got, you know, uh, frac fr you know, fractures and all that and all that, all right? And they're trying to use, you know, uh, you know the, maybe the, the neck bone to try to fit, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the ankle. It's not going to work. You have to look for, amen, the right joining. You have to look for the right bones. Bone to his bone, you know? Bones to his bone. Flesh of my flesh. The bone of my bone. That's the that's the value. That's the principle. The flesh of my flesh. Amen. You got to find the flesh of your flesh regarding your calling, regarding your ministry. That is heaven's pattern. This is the reason why, amen, a, a, a three personality can function as one. It's called trinity. That's why they can function as one. Today we are divided. Have you noticed that you you know you you connect yourself with certain people? You you know you're praising God, you're doing ministry, you whatever it is. Two months, three months. After you guys come together, maybe for the next six months, then you begin to see each other's you know loopholes and weaknesses, and that becomes amen the weak point that the enemy uses. Our weakness should not be. Listen to this. Our weakness should not be amen the weak point where the enemy uses to gain ground. Our weakness should be a place where we should be able to cover. That's why God brings people together. All right? That's why God brings people together. So that you can make up for the weakness of the other. But you see, if, we don't, if we're not trained, if we're not developed, amen, in the ways of the kingdom, if we don't understand what kingdom is all about, if we don't, you see, kingdom is not just revelation. You preach revelation. You know, it's not just, wow, this man has got deep, deep. No, no, it's, that's not it. We, kingdom, amen, is about maturity. It's about living the mature life. It's about living, hallelujah, in accordance to the ways of the spirit. It's about living the life of Christ, Jesus Christ, amen. It's about living the life, amen, of Christ, amen, functioning in, in, in the man called Jesus, yes. Y yes, it has to fit, or else we can be talking Christ, the Christ, the Christ anointing. Christ is an anointing that must fit into a body. Is it a body you are prepared? That body is what we are trying to understand. The functioning of that body so that the anointing of God can, you see, many of us carry the anointing, but the body is not ready. <laughs> We, we, carry the, we carry the grace, we carry the gift. I mean, there are certain people, you know, when you move with certain people, you get certain impartation. But guess what? doesn't mean because you've got an impartation, amen, you're ready for ministry or you're ready to do because you have not grown, you have not matured. You may have all the, all the features that requires for ministry, but those features are not mature, are not mature. All right? And that's what we see today. We violate, amen, the growth of our people. We violate it. You see, you see a 12-year-old 12 12 year girl, all right, that, that has grown. You see, her body has, you know, is showing maturity, all right? She's got breasts and everything is there. And, and you think, wow, this girl is, now I can, I can sleep with her. You may be able to sleep with her, but you're going to destroy her because she has, she has not grown in, a, in her mental faculty. She, she has not fully under, understood what sexuality is. She's still growing, all right? It, it, sex is beyond just sleeping with somebody, all right? It, 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 it involves so many things, all right, about the maturity of that person. Have you noticed that young people, when they sleep with themselves, the next day they don't want to talk to themselves again? They just look away because you have gained what you want. You, you know, the, it's that pleasure that you want, that momentary pleasure that you want. You've gained it. You go. <laughs> That's what we do in the church. 
And that's why the church is scattering all over the place. Because we just see a gift. Wow, this gift looks now. Nice. Oh, we go into the gift. We use the gift. The moment you use the gift, it's like you don't need the gift again. You discard it. You go look for someone else. All right? It's still that same spirit, amen, of promiscuity, of, you know, of perversion, of, you know, sexual perversion that we're seeing. It's the same spirit. All right? It's the same spirit. What is happening in the natural human realm in terms of, you know, perverted sex, in terms of, uh, you know, you know, abusing, you know, you know, uh, teenagers, all right? they, they call it, you know, uh, um, you know, having sex with the minors. That's the same thing we're having in the, the same problem we're having in the church. You know, immature people, you know, people who who cannot control themselves, who, who cannot, you know, who, who cannot control their sexuality. All right? They just see a gift. They jump to it. You know, gifts are beautiful. Gift, gifts are dazzling. You know, somebody comes to church now and start giving, particularly for those who run around, prof, you know, prof, prof, you know, prophets that give prophecy. Ever running around looking for some, pro, they will abuse you. They will, they will use you and abuse you because yes, they know that you want you, you, you want something from them, and they also want something from you. Have you noticed that I hardly will come on the line and begin to say, now I'm going to do a, pro, a prophetic whatever. Listen, I can do that. I've got that gift. I can look straight into your life and, and, and tell you what happened to you yesterday. That's how my prophetic gift started. Uh, but guess what? The Lord said to me, that's the first day. Now you've got to build people. You've got to build people in, in the spirit of the prophetic. So, so we don't want to abuse people and abuse their gift. We want to mature people. You want to, they, they, they said in the book of, was in the book of Solomon, yes, I think it's the book of, they said we have a sister and she has no breast. What are we going to do, amen, <clears throat> in a day of betrothing, in a day, amen, of being given to an husband? We've got a sister, but she, got, she has no breast. It's in the scripture. <clears throat> that, that's a principle that Solomon was using, amen, of a church that's, that looks ready, but it's not ready. Of a people that looks ready, but they are not ready. That's why I keep using you know, South Africa as a, as a typical picture. You know, a lot of people will come to South Africa, they'll see everything looking, wow, everything looking nice, everything looking glamorous. But this is, a, this is, this is still a, a nation that is growing, that needs to be tutored, that needs to be developed. And the development is not outside. Because when you look at a girl on the outside, I mean, she's got everything that every mature people has got, all right? She's just 12. She's, she's, she's 12, 13 years old, but she's got, she, she, she already looks mature. She already talks mature. But on the inside, she's still a child. On the inside, she's still a child. The same thing with men, all right? On the inside, you, you can see he's got a nice car. You know, he, the father bought that car for him. And so the girl comes and says, oh, I, I love you. You know, you don't love him. You love the car. You love the car, you know. And they will use those, you know, material. Are you getting the point, the way the Holy Spirit is speaking to us this morning? Yes. And, and, and he uses that car as a leverage, amen, you know, to get the girl. You get the girl, you sleep with her, tomorrow you discard her because you, you've already gained what you've gained. Have you noticed that true, true marriage, true marriage, amen, <laughs> the day, the, after sex is where the, where the real love begins. Sex does not determine the love because anyone looking for, you know, looking for, you know, looking for pleasure in marriage, you just, just want to play, you just want that sexual pleasure, that, you know, sensual pleasure. Listen to this. You will look till Jesus come. Because at the end of the day, you, you, may, you, you may not get what you're, what you're looking for. All right? you, you may get satisfied in one area and then you realize, but this is because we all have this preconceived idea of what we want, particularly when we go into relationship with our old, ungodly, perverted mindset. 
Many of the things that you did as an unbeliever, now you bring that into the relationship. I hope, and did you see the parallel to which God is speaking to us? While I'm using natural things, amen, I want you to pick them by the Spirit. So you're looking for a relationship, all right? Yes, yes, yes. You, you bring all this thing into your, into your marriage, into your relationship. It's the same thing we do. We, we, we do. You leave that church. Oh, that pastor is so wicked. That pastor is so this, this, that. You know, it's, it's terrible, all right? But guess what? The same ungodly mindset that you had in that church that you have not dealt with, all right? You, you bring it into another, into another church, into another ministry. Guess what? You, the same problem begins to occur, all right? The same pastor or, or this new pastor also abuse you or, or or you can't even open yourself amen for this person for this leader for that you know this new person god brings into your life to teach you because you develop all kinds of blockades and all kinds of strongholds to defend yourself or you're looking for you know the kind of feelings you used to have while you are at the other this is the reason why people who divorce they don't get satisfied when they marry again because you know you'll be comparing and contrasting you'll be comparing and contrasting yes that guy is crazy but he used to he used to make tea for me in the morning yes he's a naughty guy but but he knows how to make up for it you see you 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 you, you begin to use amen the abuse of the past relationship to measure the love amen of the new relationship it never works that's why amen we've got to understand that the foundation foundation of pressing into the things of God. When I say the things of God, that includes every area of our life has to be the kingdom. And for the kingdom of God to start operating, the kingdom of God, yes, is an operating system. For the kingdom of God to operate, things must speak to each other. That means the old mind, the obsolete mind, the ungodly mind, the perverted mind, all these kind of ungodly things that we have inherited from our past, we've got to first deal with them. That's why you don't go into marriage when you have not dealt with, amen, the issues of your past. If you have not dealt with the wound of the past, if you have not dealt with, and I'm not talk, just talking about, you know, you leaving one man. I'm talking about who, how, who you are. Growing up, if you have not dealt with, amen, this insecurity, the fear, the, you know, the doubt, you know, the dysfunctionality, maybe the abuse. Many people, particularly in South Africa, have been abused by their father. I mean, the spirit of incest in this nation is crazy, is crazy. You hear of, you know, women who have been abused by their father. There are tons of women that I personally know that were abused by their father. Is a spirit in this nation. So you, we're dealing with a major stronghold here. And that spirit has filtered into almost every everyday life of the people. And that's why you discover that relationship in this nation doesn't work. It doesn't work if you're not ready to fight, to fight, to keep the thing. Listen to this. And when I mean fight, I'm not talking about kind of fight. I'm talking about really one the spirit. If you're not determined, listen to this. The first two years of my marriage, when I came to this nation, that thing would have been destroyed. But thank God for the grace of God. Thank God that God gave me sight. Everything was against me. Everything was against me. But listen, the Lord had prepared me. And I said, you devil. This one, I'm, I will finish you. I've already finished you in Nigeria before I came here. So listen to this. I'm sharing something that will help us. You see, in the days of the kingdom, there's nothing to hide. This is how kingdom is. It's a plain white robe. And people will be advising you. 
They'll be advising you against the principles of God, against the values of God. They'll be advising you, amen, against the standard of God. Just leave the man. Leave the, just leave him. Leave the church. Just leave that man. You know, just, it's leaving because they don't know how to confront things spiritually and deal with and stay there and deal until you get victory. People don't know how to do that, particularly in this part of the world. They don't know. No. If it's too whatever, they can't handle it. Leave it. You know, it's like you go shop for another man. You go shop for another woman. That's where you find, particularly here and even America, you find somebody like Paula White. She's married three times, three times, and she's still leading ministry. Where do you find such in the scripture? You see, these are th if you want to do kingdom, kingdom is different from that thing men are building. All right, the kingdom is is organism. Amen. Amen. <laughs> what men are building is structure. That's why it collapses. It falls. It cannot hold. It cannot. That thing cannot. That cannot. Cannot resist. Can cannot stand the fire. Yes, the Bible says our work shall be tried by fire. Listen, listen to this, friends. Let me give you a word. <clears throat> Particularly my, my, my brethren, my sisters, and my brothers from this part of the world because I'm sent to this nation. Listen to this. Everything that we have gotten that we have acquired will be tested by fire. That is how we know if indeed that thing is of the Lord or not. If that thing, amen, is thrown in the fire, amen, and it's not glittering, it's not shining, amen, it's not being purified, then you know that, sorry, <laughs> that's a bad investment. You, you, nothing is going to burn. It's going to burn. Yes, it will burn. Yes, every work shall be tried, including your marriage. So don't think marriage is a bed of roses or is marriage is, 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 is this utopia. The place of marriage is a place of war. Why? Because marriage is a weapon that God used to advance his kingdom. And this is the reason why they compare the church, amen, as a wife to Christ. Paul said, this is a mystery, you know, he said, I speak of Christ and the church. But he was talking about marriage, I speak of Christ and the church. It's there in the book of Ephesians. So, you see, we've got to understand, what am I dealing with? We're dealing with the power, amen, of community as we press into what is called the kingdom lifestyle. Let no one deceive us. We've got to wake up. We've got to realize the heart of God for this brand new day. There's so many things the Spirit of God, amen, wants to express to us, wants to share with us in this brand new day. But first of all, we've got to remove our guardedness. We have to, we have to open up. We have to open up. You want to be, you want to advance in the things of God. In fact, there's no way you're going to go forward in, in this last day. If, if you don't shy away, if you don't move away, if you don't divorce yourself from religious spirit. A lot of the things, amen, that people are calling, you know, kingdom, a religion. The tra traditions of men. <clears throat> but we call it all kinds of names. We call it kingdom. No. If you want to come into a kingdom, you have to come via death. Death. Death is the pathway into life. <clears throat> death is the pathway into life. If you have not embraced death, you have not been buried, you cannot exp experience resurrection. Neither would you be allowed to come into the ascended realities of the things of God. It's from that place that we begin to offer life. That we begin to step into amen, what the kingdom of God is. It's a journey. It's a process. But if you have begun that process, stay with it. Stay with it. Many people today, they want to handle spiritual things. I know, I know families, you know, you know you, husband and wife, they're forever fighting. Ever fighting. In the name of the things of God. 
because one wants to be the head. No, I must be, I'm the one God has given the grace. God has called me. It's, it's there, particularly in South Africa. The, the church, oh Lord, help us. It's a mess. It's a mess. Okay, you call yourself apostle. The wife must become what? A prophet. <laughs> it's a mess. We cannot produce the things of God that way. No, we will produce Ishmael. We'll be producing Ishmael, and Ishmael will be looking blessed, and that thing will be increasing. And people, will, people, will, people, will, people will believe that the hand of the Lord is in it. No, the fact that something is growing, the fact that something, Hallelujah, is is being blessed, does not mean that heaven approves it. The things of God works, Amen, by the spirit of organism, the cell, the cell life, Amen, must must grow. It, it has to grow from within. It has to develop from within. You see, we don't measure spiritual things, amen, by, ex by externality, by material things. We do not measure spiritual things, amen, by, uh, you know, where the person stay, what quality of car they, they're riding, amen, how big is their ministry, their house, amen, you know, uh, how, how, how many times they travel out of the country, how many times, they what kind of school does their children attend, you know, uh, you, you, you understand, who, who are their, you know, circle of friends, we dare not measure spiritual things with those kind of ungodly things, they are good things, but that's not how we measure the things of God. Those who are, who are going to be instruments. You see, that's what we're talking about. If you're going to be instruments. You say, you say, but why are you talking about this in prayer? Uh, these are the things that, that establish, amen, the power of our prayer life. Because prayer starts, amen, with a lifestyle. Prayer starts with a lifestyle. I know people who are praying, but their home is disarray. I know people, they, every day they're praying. They will be praying, hallelujah. Ah. But guess what? There is bitterness in the home. There is craziness going on. All, their children are all over the place, all right? The children are smoking darker. They're doing all kinds of, but amen. Their house, there is fellowship. There's, come on, what, what are you, what, 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 it has, there has to be another God you're talking about. Are you getting this, friends? It's time we begin to deal with these things. We can't, we can't begin to deal with the head, you know, begin to deal with things up here while we've got the base corrupt, dysfunctional. All right? Husband and wife, they won't talk to themselves, but when it comes to the things of God, you will see them, they're at the forefront. You understand? That's why I said, listen, if we understand, if we understand the kingdom of God, we'll have less broken home. We will have less dysfunctional family. We will have less divorce. Because there are things God wants you to bear for the sake of the kingdom in your relationship. Oh, come on. <laughs> there are things heaven wants you to bear, to take it. To go through it. Because what you're going through is a mirror, is a picture of what heaven, hallelujah, is doing or is going to do through your life. 80% of broken churches, broken homes in this nation should not have happened. If we teach people true kingdom values, not just preach it, we teach it, we, we reveal it, we show it to them. They say, the kingdom of God, the values of the kingdom is totally contrary to what men are preaching out there, to what people are doing out there. A lot of people, they've written volumes, books, they're, they're writing books, on things they have not practiced. How dare you write about something that has not become life, has not become flesh to you. 
You can't, you can't write on revelation. You must write on the revelation that has become an experience. Because when you touch that thing, it's not going to work. That's why, you see, I'm, I'm not running around. Okay, it, If I take three of my message and I put it into a book, I mean, you'll be talking about a library. And there are softwares that can do that. There are software you can, you, you can just put your, your, your message. This message that I preach every morning, we can turn them into books. But you see, if you have not been weaned from, you know, from that idea of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you'll be seeking, you know, you'll be using the things of God to push yourself up. <laughs> you'll be using the things of God to push, your, to push yourself did you hear what I said? You'll be using the gift. You'll be using the things heaven gives. That's what we're going to be looking at as we continue to deal with something. They gave him gift. They gave him power. They gave him authority. He used it. He went, to, he went down to Tamar. <laughs> when you go down to Tamar, you will see a, man, a, a beautiful Philistine. And he, and he won that woman to himself. You see? The same gift heaven gave him. The same gift heaven has given to us to build the things of God. We've used it to build our own thing. We build big ministry, big mega. If you see the things, you, I mean, those things would dwarf you. If you, if you don't have spiritual sight, when that man call you, you measure him by what he's built, you will say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Papa. Papa, mama. There are people you're calling papa, mama, that should sit down and listen to you. Because they're completely out of order. They, they, they have no prophetic, they have no spiritual edge. Heaven has left them years, decades ago. But when you look around them, it's like Saul. When you, when you look at Saul, amen, speaking, you will still be saying, all oh, hail King Saul. But heaven has released him. They've, 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 they've removed him. They've derobed him. The next king is running around. The next king of Israel is still a fugitive running around. You see, you've got to have sight to locate David. You must have sight to locate John at the backside of the wilderness. <laughs> because you, you want to measure, amen, what God is doing by the size of the car, by the size of the plane the man have, by the size of people, bodyguard around him. Heaven has left him. Ask Isaiah in the year King Uzada. By the time they opened this prophet's eye, <laughs> the next thing they were saying, who will I send? As I said, but I thought you sent me. They said, sorry, you have been left. <laughs> You've been left behind a long time ago. <laughs> you, you, still, you thought you were still relevant. Thank God they opened your eyes to see. Thank God. Or else you still be doing ministry. They will allow you. Yes, they, God will not take his gift, but he has, he has taken his approval from your life. The gift and the approval are two different things. The approval is the presence of God. The gift is what they give to you to do something. You're still using it. Yes, it's working. You will, I mean, you will go, you know, sleep with a boy, you know, sleep with a girl. And you're still going to come to the pulpit and preach. And God is still going to move. <laughs> you see, it is that delusion that continue to empower that, those ungodly people. They say, but, but God moved. <laughs> but God moved. You know you did something wrong that you're supposed to correct. You're supposed to, you know, change. And you just continue doing your own thing. But God moved. They say, speak to the rock. He struck the rock. Water came out. I said, but God moved. <laughs> God moved. You cannot use the move, the, what we call the move of God to measure the approach.
approval of God over our life or over, you know, what we're doing. We've got to track God in our heart. You see, before I come, before, before I come doing what I'm doing, I always talk to the Lord. You know, this is your work. I can't, I, I mean, I can't, I can't just go out there and say something. I, no, help me, Lord. I have to depend. I've built that into my subconscious. That before I, I press, you know, life, God, help me. Help me to speak your heart, to speak your mind. Because, you see, we can, so, we can get accustomed to the things of God. That we begin to take even the gift of God. We begin to take the gift of God. Amen. Uh, 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 um, lightly. We begin to trivialize. We're going to play with it. We take the things of God. Amen. Like a child's play. Because, you know, every time I, I strike the rock, the water comes. Remember the first time they say strike the rock. The next time they say speak to the rock. No, but he, he allowed his anger. Moses allowed his anger to strike the rock. We're talking about moving with God in these days that we live in, friends. The day of community. We began to talk about community. You see, so many things I wanted to share with us, but this is what God wants us to look at. We're laying foundation again. We're laying foundation again, amen, for our movement in the days of God, in the things of the Spirit. We're laying foundation. We are moving. We want to move, amen, in the light of truth. I'm not bothered about multitude. God is never, amen, about multitude. Multitude are those that you must save. Every time God talks about multitude, they need deliverance. Oh, come on, you didn't hear me. Every time God refers to multitude, the nation, amen, they need what? Redemption. They need deliverance. Somebody must. So you cannot be part of the multitude, amen, and still want to be used of God to lead the people. No, you have to come out of them. You have to be in the wilderness. Your, your, your quality of life, amen, must be 10 times better. You must be ahead of the people. You must be those, amen, like I was sharing yesterday. You must be those that are positioned, amen, at the east side Amen. So that as the sun begins to rise, amen, the tribe of Judah must lead the people. You must be part of the tribe of Judah. Those who rise at the rising of the sun. Those who lead the people. They say Judah must lead. So Judah cannot be sleeping when, hallelujah, God, when the sun begins to rise and the people are still sleeping. No, Judah must be awake before the people. That's why Jesus will rise up early in the morning. He came from the tribe of Judah. Amen. They are the early bird. They are the early bird. <laughs> you must rise up before the people. You must be awakened. I must be able to hear what heaven is saying. Amen. Before everybody wakes up, before you know everybody, you know that's why you see when, when you be, when you begin to hear what the Lord have said to you yesterday, people are declaring that today. You know it's time to move forward. You've got to, it's it's not about being superior. No, that's the pattern of the kingdom. God taught us order. Both of them ate the fruit in the in the garden. Both of them committed sin. God came. God did not say Adam and Eve, where are you? My children, where are you? Adam and Eve, where are you? God called Adam. A billion thousand years system cannot change that. No human can change that order. And guess what, friends? You can't change that as women. You see, the world has told us that, no, Adam is competing. Adam wants to stop you. Adam wants to shut you down. That's the battle of the world system. It's not, it's not a problem. It should not be a problem in the church, in the community. 
there is order in the community. You must honor, you must respect your husband. You must respect those, hallelujah, that have set before you, that are set before you. Bible says God set these ones. He set them, amen, in, 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 in place. This ministry have been set, they are set. It, it, it means God deliberately put them where they need to be. That's why, amen, <laughs> we, we're talking about the restoring of the gate. Because the place of the gate is where you set people, you set leaders. You set them there. And if they, if they, if they unset themselves, amen, we, 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 we correct them. And if they refuse to be corrected, God will remove them and, and put somebody else there. That's, it's as simple as that. Whenever you think, you see, the moment you begin to nurse the mindset, or you begin to think like the world people, and you bring that into the kingdom, all right? you, you, you say, you, you are your husband, you are equal. You're not equal. You're not equal. You're not equal. In the things of the spirit, no, no, you're not equal. <laughs> yes, God made them male and female. That position of equality, amen, speaks of their spiritual, their, their spiritual life. They're supposed to walk with each other. But when it comes to, listen to this, when God created the earth, he wants amen, a people to administrate the earth. So the first thing he did, amen, he, he, he brought forth a man. All right? He brought forth a man to do what? To, you know, to, 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 to look at how things will pan out. It's called vision. That's why God brought the animals to Adam. So what, what would you call this one? He said, I'll call this one a lion. I'll call that one a, you know, a goat. I'll call this one you know, a leopard. I'll call that one you know, a tiger. No, that one I'll call it you know, an ostrich. You know, that was the work of Adam. When, as Adam was doing this job, God looked at the mass, the, 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 the vastness of this job. God said, no, no, no. Listen, it was not if that decided, uh, God, I, I, I'm, can I? No, no, there was no if. It was God that said, it's not good for a man to be all one. Adam was not alone. Adam was fine doing his job. Like, listen to this. Hear the voice of God. That's why if you, if you strip a man of his job, if you strip him of his job, you strip him of his ability to do something, to name things, hallelujah, to, 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 um, to, to create paths, you know, to build things. You see, that is inbuilt in man. If you strip a man of that, you've just killed him. One of the definition of man is his ability, amen, to look at things, to, you know, to, to, to give it vision, to give it identity, to give it name. Yes, that is the ministry of a man. Now, if a woman wants to do that, she would never find fulfillment because she was not created to do that. Did I say, have I said a woman doesn't have a vision? I've never said that. We're looking at things in the order of God, in the order. This is what the Bible is talking about. Creation, amen, is disarray. Creation is waiting for the manifestation, amen, of those that will bring back order. That's what creation is looking for. Everything is dysfunctional, crazy. Amen. If the home is crazy, the marriage is crazy, what do you think is going to happen outside? You see, but, the, but we have allowed the world system to tell us how we should run our home, how we should run ministry, how we should run a successful, you know, a, a business. They've given us, you know, a thousand and one material. Right? If you do this, if you do this, all from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And they sound good. Like I told you, that tree is appealing. The gifts are good. Yes. Sometimes when you see Ishmael, Ishmael, it looks beautiful. But, uh. The blessings and the promise are two different things. The blessings and inheritance are two different things. We, kingdom is about order. Kingdom is about structure. Kingdom is about government. And that doesn't mean abuse. There is no place. There is no room. There is no place for abuse there. 
So we've got we, we, we we've got we've got to divorce ourselves, amen, from the wrong value system that we have. Wrong value image we have about ourselves, about the husband and the wife, about the man and the woman, the male and the female. You see, they, 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 they you know, Hollywood, America, they, they, um, okay, let me not say America, but the West, you know, the ones promoting this globalist idea, they've brought foreign ideologies into the house of God and we bought it. We, and, and that's why everything is not working today. Why? Because they've, they've redefined who you are as a woman. They've redefined who I am as a man. Today in America, men have become almost like, you know, you know like, like, like something you use. You know? they, men have lost value. In the West, in Europe, they've lost value. And it's happening, particularly here in South Africa, they've lost value. Because whatever, if America sneezes, if Europeans, if Europeans sneeze, amen, here we catch the cold. Because, you know, when you're str struggling from identity crisis, all right, you look at, you know, the people that are making it the most, making it the most in, the, in terms of what you see out there. So we look at the American church, the American church at, you know, at the measuring value of, of a successful church here in South Africa. That's why you find 80% of the men, of leaders, pastors in South Africa, apostles here, all right, they're connected to some network in America. It is those American people that send them the robe. When you see them wearing robe, all right, that's, those robe are part of the network they belong. The robe and then the chain and then the color. Yes, you think that is what gives an identity? You, and they will still come and preach kingdom. How can you be preaching kingdom when, when, you, when you are being robed, amen, by something that was produced by a religious spirit that was given to you, amen, by, by a place where people have abdicated their responsibility. Many of those people that are in America sending God knows what to, to South Africa here, listen to this, many of them have married three times. And so you bring yourself under, amen, a dysfunctional leadership. In the name of network, because they've got, you know, 300 ministries under them. They've got 500 ministries under them. They've got this. They've got that. Amen. They're, they're going to send, you know, you know, maybe 500 US dollars every, every month, all right, to your church. But then your, your church type must go to them. Come on, let me talk. We know these things. We've been around for a long time. You see, I, I was into all this thing. God delivered me, brought me out. Close to two decades plus, God brought me out of all this mess. Separate yourself. I'm a Nazarite. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Samson that refuses to sleep amen, on the lap of Delilah. No. Doesn't mean that I've not had my own fair share of temptation. I have. Everybody. Anybody who says no, they've not been tested. You're lying. It means you're not proceeding. You're not, you're not pressing. You're not going. No. Delilah will test you. Jezebel will test you. Herod will test you. All kinds of things. It will if, you, if you don't bow, the Nebuchadnezzar will test you. If you don't bow the, the head, you, your head will be chopped. <laughs> Listen, I've been tested. And I thank God for his grace. And in most of my tests, I'll tell you, in most of my tests, I failed. I fall. But guess what? I was, I was quick to get up in mercy and say, God, help me. Because if I come and tell you now that, oh, I, I was tested, but I never fell, I will be lying to you. And I'll be lying to God. So let's, let's face the reality. But you see, my heart is made up. I will do the will of God. I'd rather remain where I am. Amen. And continue to grow in my journey with God as a cell. Have you noticed that in the body, 
all the cell must work together. Once a cell starts maturing, it's just no, it's just so natural. That cell will connect to the next cell. It's biology. You can't, you can't, you, you, you can't stop it. Nobody can stop this thing. That's why they can't kill the real church. That church out there, they're killing it and it's dying. And we're seeing the end of his death. But you see, the true ecclesia, you cannot kill it. If you kill a cell, that cell in, in it has the power to resurrect itself. Have you noticed that? That's why the issue of stem cell, you can see that, that technology of stem cell, you know, just a, they can take a cell out of your body, amen, and just allow that thing to grow and it gives life to other parts. People are doing things, they're doing wonder with stem cell. It's a principle of the kingdom, friends. You see people that are burnt, their, their entire arms burn, burn off. On beyond repair, they take a stem cell, let that thing grow. They just plant it there. Give it few, few, few months. That thing start growing. You see a new skin. <laughs> Lord, you're worthy of praise. It's not science. That's not science. That's God. Don't you understand that God speaks even in science? If you understand God, you will understand science. <clears throat> science, the tr true, true science, amen, true science will help people to see God. These things have been written there. The, the, the church is like a body. If you understand how your body functions, you will understand how your life should function. And you will understand how the body of Christ should function. Even within that body, there are structure. That's why your body, you're looking like a human being. You're not looking like a cow. You're not looking like a goat. Because every, every, every living organism have got their own unique structure. That's how God creates it. If you're looking different, they will say it's abnormal. <laughs> it's not normal. <laughs> Friends, how you getting this? We're just sharing this morning. It's just, it's just sharing life. I'm just sharing my life and sharing the ways of God. They will separate you. They separate separating you for a reason to gather you with the true body. When the Lord began to separate me, it took me years to understand. I was feeling alone. I was feeling lonely. God said, "Yes, that's part of the things I want to kill in you." Because listen to this, if you cannot stand alone, as a kingdom tribe, as a kingdom entity, you will not be able to fit into the kingdom tribe. Because people in the kingdom tribe, listen to this, people in the kingdom tribe, they don't suffer identity crisis. They are not codependent. They are not codependent. All right? They they, 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 they they can live without anybody yet they understand that they must live with people are you getting this yes you can track that in Enoch he walked with God the Bible never told us again that Enoch walked with other people but he walked with God in the days of Noah it was just him and his family building this order called the ark come on friends 
There are things heaven is... is it, all of these are all powerful principles locked within what I call the kingdom culture. And we're tracking the heart. We're tracking. Amen. We're tracking the heart of God. We're tracking the mind of God. We're tracking the intentions of our Father. We have been misled by what men call church. That thing is not working. That thing is not working, friends. Heaven is building its ecclesia. What men call church, what men build and define it to be a church, is dying. We're seeing the end of that thing. It's dying. It's collapsing. Just like Jesus looked at that beautiful grand temple that people travel from different parts of the world to look at. And Jesus prophetically looked at that scene and said, not one stone will be left unturned. <laughs> and the disciples must have said to themselves, this guy truly is crazy. It took 46 years to build that thing. 46 years. They said it took 46 years for Herod to build that thing. It was grand. Many of us are seeking to build something grand, but has no power, has no life. You know, it has no life. We're building it, building it. We're calling it all kinds of names, labeling it with all kinds of things. Call it kingdom, call it. Listen to this. If it's not, if it's, if that thing cannot take the life of God, it's not kingdom. It's not kingdom. Our prayer life must be sourced from kingdom well, from kingdom stream, from kingdom river. Four heads of river flowed out of Eden. It's a pattern. All living their own life. Tigris, you know, Euphrates, all of them living their life. They flowed out as it was in the beginning. So shall it be in the days of his coming. They are coming back. The rivers are coming. All the streams are coming back to the same head. <laughs> but you see, if Tigris want to be Pishgan or want to be Euphrates, there's going to be a problem. Don't try to be Isaiah. And Isaiah will not, be, will not try to be you. I will be myself. I will be what God has called me. But you see, if we, if we are what God has called us, we are functioning within where we have been planted in truth and in spirit. Wherever you contact, amen, when you flow into Tigris, it will flow into oneness. There will never be confusion. There will never be, you know, uh, you know, reaction and you know, fight. No, no, no. In the kingdom, in the kingdom, listen to this, friend. In the kingdom, doctrine does not fight each other. In the kingdom, the doctrines complement each other. In the kingdom, amen, the gift, amen, speak into each other. In the kingdom, hallelujah, their wisdom build each other. It's a wisdom has built a house. It's one house, but various dimensions of life. Just like I've been explaining, it's one body. It's just one body. You have one body. But there is nothing as complex on earth and in the universe than the human body. To the point that, amen, God uses the concept of the, of the stars. 
It says, it, it says eternity dwells in you. God used the concept of the star to say all that you see out there, amen, in the heavens, in, in, the, in the universe, all right, are dimensions of a, of a life locked within you. There's so much about the kingdom of God that we don't understand. No wonder, you know, some of these new age people, they tap into some little, you know, idea about spiritual things. And they blow it out of proportion. And we follow it. It's time to grow. It's time to mature. Not just into Christ, but into Jesus Christ. I like to emphasize Jesus Christ. Because whatever God is doing must be housed in a man. The things of God must be housed in a man. And the, and, and, and the humanity of the man must not corrupt the spirituality of what God is emphasizing. Yes, That's why they take the man through a process. Quality control, they call it. <laughs> quality control. When you think you have grown and you understand the kingdom, they will, they will bring that thing from a different light again. He will say, but I thought I've passed this thing. No, they say, no, you passed it from that angle. Now we're going to show you from this angle. And then they're going to begin to deal with you from this angle. When you finish this angle, then they will take you to the other angle. That's why when we're de dealing with the concept, amen, of the ascended, of the ascended life. Remember, we dealt with that, uh, uh, um, was it November, December, when God began to say, come up higher. And I made a powerful statement. I said, when we come into the ascended life, we don't just have what is called, amen, a, a, a 2D, a 2D concept of life. You can look at things, amen, from this angle or from that angle. When you come into the ascended life, you see things from above. You see the whole thing. You see the whole thing. You have, amen, a total complete view of what heaven is saying. It's the place of wisdom. It's the place of maturity. That's why, you know, I will use the term wisdom speak. Wisdom builds a house. That's a word the Lord gave to me years ago. When wisdom speaks, there is no one aspect that wisdom leaves behind. You see, but when we speak as church people, sometimes we speak from the angle that we know. And we overemphasize over that angle to the point that we go into error. But this is the day of the kingdom. And the day of the kingdom, friends, we don't just go as a lone ranger. We build community. We flow with community. We flow in the life and in the power of community. I remember sharing this some time ago. Many of the things that we go to God for in prayer are the very things, amen, that God, amen, is throwing back to us and say, you have to go through these things. Because when you go through this, those things, then you begin to see, amen, from a different light, from a dip, different pedestal that, wow, you know, now you're praying, God, change somebody. God, touch that man to see this thing. God, change. And God says, no, you are the one that needs a man to change. You are the one that needs to be transformed. You are the one that needs to be reformed so that you can see earlier things. Remember yesterday, I see you use that concept. When Jesus prayed for that young man, this Bible says, <laughs> they asked him, what did you see? He said, I see men walking like trees. They had to pray for him again. This is Jesus. <laughs> That is how powerful the concept of blindness is. Ignorance, my people perish for life. He didn't say, you're an unbeliever. He said, my people, not the gentle. My people, because it's the people that think they know better. It's, it's his people that think, you know, and that's where rebellion comes from. When we, when we assume we know, when we assume we have arrived, when we assume we, are, we have been taught, when we assume that we have grown, we have matured. 
that is the most dangerous place. In fact, that is a place, amen, where people begin to go in, into, you know, cultism. Because what you believe, you know, and you have developed this strong belief system about what you believe, you know. It's very difficult for them to show you something else. That's why Jesus said, that's why the Lord said, my people perish for lack of the knowledge of me. Not the knowledge of things. The knowledge of things are different from the knowledge of him. Amen. We can know things, but if we don't know him, I was, I was listening to a powerful man of God on the, on the concept of the kingdom yesterday. He says, we have learned, listen to this. He says, we have learned what, and we have learned, we have learned about why. He said, now we are learning about how. Ooh. And I had to pause this summit. I began to think, I said, Lord Jesus, this is, this is powerful. I know I've always spoke about why and what. And how, but this is from a different now. You see, that is God. God will use all kinds of means to pass his message But if we're not submissive, we're, if we're not humble, if we're not open, if we don't have an open heart to hear what God is saying, amen. From his throne to us, we may miss, we may just miss. Like I was sharing yesterday, when Jesus, when we were dealing with something, when Jesus entered the gate of Jerusalem. As he saw the city, he wept. And if anybody had seen Jesus weeping, they would have said, why are you crying? The city is, buzz is, 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 is buzzing. Things are happening. People are coming. People are going. You know, we're having, you know, uh, 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 tourists. You know, it, it, the economy is booming. What's your problem? You know, it's like America right now. All right? Thank God for what Donald Trump is doing. I mean, Donald Trump is boasting. Yes. I mean, the economy of America right now is doing so well under the auspice of Donald Trump. But you see, if you look at America from that angle, you say, wow, things are happening. And you cannot track what God is saying and doing in America. You will just go and be rejoicing. Now you stand at the gate of that nation and you weep. You weep because of what you're seeing in the spirit and what needs to be changed. Jesus stood at the gate. It's, I mean, it's the same thing that's happening in South Africa. Look at this is a country that you, I mean, you once the economy is alive, everything. Just look at what's going on. You need to you need to track the spirit to know what is going on in South Africa, to know what is going on in the in the world. We 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 must, that's why amen, heaven is speaking to us from this pedestal. This is not church message. This is not church message. No, church people don't touch things like this. You have to be able to see from the eyes of the spirit and through amen, the lens view of the spirit. Jesus wept. He wept because they could not discern who he was, who was standing. And you know why? Because they had become familiar with him. They knew Jesus, but they knew him from their own point of view. They knew him from their own amen, limited, you know, uh, 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 lens view, if you will. They knew Jesus. They knew him as so many things. That's why when he got to amen, Caesarea Philippi at the gate, so the gate is very important. It's a place of spiritual transaction. It's a place where the issues of sight is confronted. 
is a place where we confront the issues of sight because elders are supposed to be at the gate. It was at the gate as he approached the gate of Caesarea Philippi. He asked the question, who do men say that I am? And did you see all the vast, you know, ideas people were giving? You, 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 you're Elijah, you're Jeremiah, you're this, you're one of the... Pro they could not trace and track. But it was at that gate, hallelujah, that another gate opened up upon a man. And you see the concept of one man again. Because that one man, amen, must connect to other cell who are tracking by the Spirit. The deceit that the answer God gave was not a chorus answer. Not everybody knew. Not everybody had the understanding. Well, all the disciples were there. And I'm sure it's not just the disciples alone. I'm sure because that was the gate. That was a place where elders, leaders sit. It was at that point, amen, that Jesus answered. It. That was a place where, you know, the economy, you know, the decisions about the economy of the land, amen, of Caesarea Philippa. That was a place where philosophers, amen, great thinkers, all of this, that's the place where they sit. That's the place they meet. That is their converging point. That's the place where Jesus asked the question. Caesarea Philippa. It was a port city. It was a, it was a prosperous economic, you know, city. But that was a place Jesus threw the bombshell. <laughs> Who do men say the Son of Man is? Because see, that will impact every other thing. You know, you do, you carry out. Remember, we began to deal with relationship, community from the beginning. So I want you to take your mind back. If you don't have a, a clear insight into the ascended, let me repeat, into the ascended Christ, the ascended Jesus Christ. If you don't, you see, you can know Jesus, amen, who lived from the New Testament, you know, and, and end, amen, the book of uh, uh, Luke, the, the last book, you understand? You can look at all that Jesus did and define Jesus Christ, amen, from that earthly dimension of his ministry. And in fact, in fact, you can track Jesus from Genesis and end in, you know, in, in, in Matthew. And your understanding and sight of Jesus will be skewed, will be limited. Until you go to, amen, the house of John, the beloved, on the Isle of Patmos. Until you connect to that man, you will not see the ascended Christ. So we can know in parts and, and even do so many things with the little part we know. But if they begin to connect us with other dimensions of Christ, you realize, wow. I thought <laughs> until they opened that revelation they said come up high and let me show you and the first thing they showed was not just listen to this when they began to explain the things of God they, they ascended realities of the things of God to John listen to this they didn't start by showing him how the world will end they didn't start by showing him amen, uh, uh, you know apocalypse and the, all that is going on the destruction and the man of Christ and all that they didn't show him amen who he, if that if the told war was going to happen and when it's going to happen you see those are the limited things that religion wants to show so we talk about you know the end time the end time and the coming of Jesus no the first thing they did was they introduced Jesus. My Lord was introduced 
I, I, why would you be introducing yourself? This man already know you. No, no. He knew him from, you know, that 40 days, that time where, you know, things were happening. They had to bring him to a new reality. They had to bring him to a new dimension of who Christ is. They had to bring John to a new reality, to a new dimension. Hallelujah. That introduction of Christ brought John into a place where he was almost bowing to an angel because he assumed the angel to be Christ. Friends, as I begin to round up this morning, I want us to begin to lay a foundation of how we're going to move, how we're going to journey, how we're going to proceed further, not just in prayer, but through prayer to this new day. There's so many things that we have, have, we've talked about, we've you know, shared on this morning. And I believe those things are very important principles that will allow us, you know, that will, in fact, awaken us, maybe shake us, give us a rude awakening. We'll speak truth in love. We never speak truth, amen, from a position of arrogance. No, that is not allowed in the kingdom. We speak truth in love, but we must speak truth. Because it's only the power of truth that will set us free. Only the power of truth that will set us free. To the degree we know truth and walk in truth is to the degree we are free. And you know, the reality is those who stand for truth and who preach the truth are always rejected and always refused are always you know abused you know they are the non-entities you you know you discard them because what they say you see truth provokes us truth will challenge us truth will shake us you know truth will make demand on us and most time you see we stop focusing on the truth we begin to focus on the conveyor on the messenger of truth Rather than confront the issue, we confront the, with the vessel, the instrument, and we begin a stone. Let's, 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 let's hear the voice of God. I said it yesterday, yesterday I'm going to repeat it again as I round up. If we know the principles and walk in the principles of the kingdom, we will, we will, we will salvage our relationship, our marriages, our homes, our churches. It's not too late. Many of the problems we're having today is because we lack insight. The church ought to be, amen, the finer, you know, you know, uh, uh, point where people find truth in life. If the church is compromised, there's no hope. There's no hope. And we know to a certain degree the church has been compromised, but that's why we're here. God is awakening this voice. That's why we're hearing what we're hearing. 
to, to, to give us another opportunity. You see, before the children of Israel went into captivity, that 70 years of captivity, God was sending prophet upon prophet. God was sending his messenger. He was warning them, warning them, warning them, warning them, telling them, hey, guys, you need to change. It's just like our day. A lot of people will stone me and say, what are you talking about? You're a loser. What, what do you have to say to us? Can't you see what we built? Can't you see what we have? Can't you see what we have done? Can't you see what we're doing? What's your problem? But until the day Noah entered the ark, <laughs> then they realized, my word, this thing is real. Let's not make the same mistake that the people of the days of Noah made. Let's not make the same mistake, amen, that the children of Israel made before the day, you know, Nebuchadnezzar invaded the land. Let's not make the same mistake, amen, that the people made in the days of Samson. That for 40 years, the entire nation was plunged into, you know, slavery, bondage, captivity. Let's start to adjust our life within. Let's start to adjust our understanding. Let's look again. See, the Lord is calling us. Let's look again. And we use all kinds of things and circumstances to call us. He did it with Joseph, excuse me, with Moses. Amen. Moses saw this burning, burning bush, and the leaves are not consumed. So what? What a phenomenon. What's this? He said, I will turn to see this. That was God calling him. That was a that you see, that was the call of God. When you hear things like this, it's part of the call of God. Don't shun it. Don't, don't put it away. Don't, don't, don't discard it. Nah, -uh. this one is not for me. No, it's for you. You've got to take it. <clears throat> let the word, amen. Be bitter in your mouth, but let it get into your heart and get sweet. Let it change you. Let it reform you. Let it transform you. Let it empower you. Father, we open up to you this, this morning. We thank you for this word. You did it again. Just as I was about to introduce what I thought I will share as we, as we continue to deal with the foundations of prayer. You hijack it again. You, you, you spoke what you need your people to hear. And this is why I love you. And this is what always encourages me. Because I know that many of the things that I've said this morning were not things that I planned to say. Because indeed you've given us our mind. Yes, to be able to prepare. To be able to understand and, 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 and put things in order. Yes, it was still your spirit. But just at the point when I opened my mouth. You began to say what you need your people to hear. You know what your people need to hear. And I thank you, Lord, that I can be a vessel to share, to speak, to express your heart. The Lord will continue to create that sense of awakening, that sense of being alive, not being captured, not being led astray, oh God. Not going into stupor because the day that we're living is a day of deep spiritual slumber. But you are awakening us. And you're showing us that we need not to go to sleep. That we, In fact, you, you, you began to speak to us. And I'm going to read that scripture because that was the first scripture that I actually wanted to read as we began to look at what your spirit is saying. And we looked at this scripture some time ago. But yes, as I'm praying now, this scripture comes to, back to mind. In, in Romans 13, you know, 12, it says, The night is nearly over. The day has drawn near. So let us lay aside 
every deed of darkness, every deeds of darkness, and put on the armor of light is a day where we need to be awakened. For the night is fast spent. There is a dawning of a new day. We need to be awakened. And you've spoken to us that Judah must be positioned at the point, at the place of the east. It's called the place of the rising of the sun. He must lead the people. Father, we thank you this morning. Grant us strength and grace not to sleep, not to continue to sleep, not to continue, Lord, to yield ourselves to slumber, but help us to be awakened. Help us to hear the sound of your voice. Help us to respond as you call us. Help us, oh God, to position our hearts. I thank you for my brethren whom I love so much because they are your children. I pray for them, every one of them. Grant them, oh God, yes, this grace to be part of a company of those that you have called the remnant, those that you have called the selected ones, yes, the sanctified ones, the ones that you are calling to go ahead, to prepare the path, to be a voice, to be that conduit, that portal that your spirit, oh God, is going to speak through. Bring us to that place, oh God, where we can lay down, where we can be plunged into a day where we can see what is taking place in the place men may term as desert in a place where we may be we may call barren you've been speaking to us about the state the ministry of barrenness is a place of life is a place of revelation is a place of truth is a place of grace is a place of understanding is a place where we can prepare for that which is coming we so we thank you we bless you father for this day thank you for answering our prayer may this day oh god continue to minister life strength and grace to us Thank you, Lord, that you will continue to impart my heart, my life with truth. Thank you, Spirit of God, that I will continue to yield to your design, your intention. I bless you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Well, I've come to the end of uh, this school of prayer in a session. I want to thank everybody this morning for connecting. Really appreciate it. Uh, if, if you try to connect with me yesterday afternoon uh, while we're doing our... Uh, um, the teaching on Samson, I mean, yesterday was just not you know, a good day when it comes to you know, the network. I mean, the, the, the network was just cutting twice. The thing cut, you know, just cut and stopped. And, uh, but we believe the Lord that you know, this, 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 this month, by God's grace, this year, we'll, we'll get you know, a better network. Please continue to pray for us. And uh, so that we can continue to do what we need to do. Because without a good network, all right, the, 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 the purpose of what we're doing online, all right, of course, will be defeated. So we need a good quality network, all right? And uh, so thank you. But I, I've been able to, you know, uh, uh, post the, what do you call it now, the, 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 the audio. So if you check my timeline, you will find, you know, the part A, part, part 3A and part 3B. Those are the two, right? So you can listen to them. Beautiful, beautiful teaching, all right? In the whole teaching that we've, we've done so far on Samson, beautiful concept on how to engage the day of redemption all right we're tracking some very important thing hopefully this afternoon i'll be able to do you know the part four but if i cannot then tomorrow we'll continue but thank you so much 
Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your day. May God continue to strengthen you. May God continue to empower you. Amen. May God continue to lift you up. I really want to thank you. Thank you, family, this morning for connecting. Thank you, Brother Steve. Thank you. Thank you, man of God. Amen. Uh, uh, Apostle Wisting. Thank you so much. My dear sister Tina, appreciate it. Amen. Sister Miriam, thank you so much once again for connecting. And my brother Wade, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Amen. Man of God, Adiwali, thank you so for connecting. And my dear brother Shane, thank you so much. All right, everybody, thank you. Really appreciate your connection this morning. Enjoy the rest of your day. God bless you all. Bye-bye.